So uh, first, if we can just start uh, by explaining to us how it came to light, how was it revealed that there were illegal initiation schools in these areas? Well, in the province of Limpopo, we are operating differently from other provinces. We have a task team that is working around the clock to make sure that initiation schools are in order. And then in every district, we have a number of uh, the, task, the, the task team members who are locating where the task team, the, the initiation school is, and how is it operating. So that at the same time, they can even make sure that uh, even the monitors from the Department of Health are able to access the initiation schools. So we discovered that uh, there are some initial, illegal initiation schools in Mopani and in Skukuni. In Skukuni, today, the one who uh, had the illegal initiation school has been taken to court because we are having a case against him. And uh, in Skukuni, in, uh, in, in, in we are taking that person to court. Today, he appeared in court. And in, in Mopani, we are having two that we are monitoring, and they will be uh, taking the other person to court maybe next week. But in Capricorn, we are having one initiation school that is also not in order, and then we are still battling to, to get the person who is running it to court. And I think it's good news to know that you are on top of the situation, Chief. Uh, but how many initiates were actually rescued, and where are they now? In fact, what we do in, the, in our province is that uh, once we discover that there is an illegal initiation school, we just look nearby to find a, an initiation school that is having a permit. And then we just say to the person who is running the legal initiation school that, uh, to take care of the illegal initiation school so that it can also be legal, so that we don't tamper with the, the graduation ceremony of the kids that have opted to to go for initiation school. Were all the initiates in good health when you found them? Yes, no, everyone is in, in, good, in good health. We don't have any problem at the moment. Earlier, there was a report that uh, the, the one, initiation school, uh, one initiate died in Palabora. Well, that is not true. We don't have any person. We do not not lose any person at the moment. Everyone is still uh, good at the moment, uh, and uh, we, are, we are happy that uh, our things are in order. And if you could just talk us briefly through the process, how do initiation schools get licensed to operate? Well, in our province, we, we, we make sure that uh, we, uh, we make an advert in, uh, somewhere around October, November, so that those who want to operate the initiation schools can make an application. And, then, and we encourage senior traditional leaders to be the ones who can can. can, can uh, apply and then with the documents that we want that makes it impossible for the one who is not working with the senior traditional leaders to operate an initiation school hence it's going to be illegal because we won't be having the documents the necessary documents to run an initiation school and then i suppose uh, the people then know when they get to these initiation schools uh, do they then ask for the license to be produced in order to verify that the school is legal yes uh, that is why it's possible for us to to to, to detect whether it's legal or illegal because we we say before you can bring the application you must also attach a letter from an environmental specialist who will say, 
you are going to have an initiation school in this area with this letter, and then this is the person that is going to run the initiation school. So we have those documents in the office. And then once you are out of order, we easily see that this one is out of order. And just a final one uh, with regard to the initiates, uh, potential initiates and their uh, families, their parents, for example. How do they then get to know where the schools are, the ones that are operating legally? Well, our, our interest uh, usually is that uh, we, we, we advertise, we, we, we make public with the traditional authorities that this one is the one that is going to operate this year. And even families do consult with the, their senior traditional leader because usually before you can have an initiation school, you must have a meeting with, the, with, the, with the, the community so that the community must know this year we are going to have an initiation school or how many of them if you are having different villages and uh, which one for the ladies or for the men. So, so that would be obvious if, if you can have those meetings because if you can operate in isolation, then you will always have problems where you will find that uh, people don't know what is going to happen in the village. And with regard to cost, uh, Chief Dikhale, how much does it yeah. cost on average? Hey, it costs us because, because usually we always uh, get an offer from the, the, the communities. The communities. Some of the communities will be, will be paying something like 500, something, somebody, some, some, in some initiation schools they will be paying up to 1,000 because some of the people are are cooking at the initiation school, while the others are cooking at home. But, but at the moment, those who are cooking at home, those who prefer to cook at home are those in Vembe. In the Capricorn and at the other districts, they prefer to, to cook in the initiation school because they, they fear to be poisoned, because some, sometimes some of the foods may be poisoned from home, and then you don't know who has poisoned the, the food. So it's better that you cook at the same place and then in a big number, so that uh, the foods are always taken care of. So is there any way for you to regulate the price, perhaps, uh, so that it doesn't exceed a certain limit? Hey, at the moment, uh, we, we, have not, we are not yet at that point. But uh, we, uh, we are sure that uh, as we are going to have the, the, the regulations, maybe by the end of this year we'll be having the new regulations. In the new regulations, we'll be obviously be having uh, the, the, the prices, uh, uh, and we'll be able to, uh, to control the, the prices. I'm just looking very briefly at uh, my SMS line, and I see someone uh, says, ask about the costs. I've just done that. And someone else okay. wants to know, uh, what do you do with these Ill- illegal initiation schools? Are these people seriously punished? I think you did touch on that, but perhaps just to make it clear for people what the repercussions are. Yes, uh, you know, we, 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 we prefer to make sure that if a person has an illegal initiation school, we take the, 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 the money because the interest of those who are running the illegal initiation schools is that they must make money, quick cash. So we make sure that once we remove these kids from you and then they pay to a certain person who is having a permit, then obviously you no longer have the cash to run the, the whole thing. So in that way, in that way we, we demoralize you and then later, we make sure that we open a case and then we take you to court. If the magistrate can give us favor and then give you five years, we'll be happy.